T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Well, this loss, you know, really, 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 really hurt a ton. Um, Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. I, you know, the first two interactions I had today were, John, they were extremely telling. I woke up this morning, and Amy from Villanova had sent me a text message, 5 a.m. So she had woken up, like, you know, not quite middle of the night, but certainly when you wouldn't normally be awake. Um, she sent me a text at 5 a.m. that says, this is tough. It says, my heart feels like it's broken in a million pieces. And then I saw um, the first person I talked to this morning in person, because Amy and I had then talked on the phone. But then I talked to the first person I saw and spoke with in person was in the elevator here at WIP. I came uh, upstairs at the same time that Seth Joyner came up to do Angelo's show in the 9 o'clock hour. So we ran into each other around 8.45 or something. And so Seth and I get in the elevator, and to say there was no talking would be an understatement. Like, <laughs> he he's head down, I'm head down, and after about five to seven seconds, he just says, miserable effing morning, man. And I'm like, nailed it. Yep. Yeah, and they, right, those right. are my first two interactions today. Heartbroken in a million pieces and miserable effing morning, man. And that's that's how we feel. I mean, that's that's what it is. It's uh it's an all timer, man. It really yeah. it really, really hurts. Still representing today though. I see you wore the Jerome Brown jersey even in spite of it all. You know, I did, James, and I made that decision last night before going to bed. I wasn't anticipating that upon a loss. I wasn't even anticipating a loss. Um, but last night, shortly before going to bed, I thought, you know what? This is our squad. They gave us a great season. It goes through the decades, you know, Jerome and all the guys to the present day, these dudes, um, appreciative and proud of the season they had despite them laying an egg on the biggest stage. So, yes, James, I wanted to wear this jersey, and I'm glad I did it. it what actually... made you want to wear a hooded sweatshirt underneath it instead of a dress shirt today? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not I think the... that's a better decision. I'm not in the mood for your little <laughs> barbs there, Richie. <laughs> we'll get to that later in the week. Uh-huh. Let's go to the phones. A tough one. Let's react to it. Let's talk to Derek and Paoli. We'll get to some Jalen Hurts audio this segment as well. Hi, Derek. What's up, Joe? How you doing? How you doing, John? Hey, Derek. Hey, I, I just I got a question for John at the end, but the only thing I I just I don't like about what you were saying, Joe, is like I feel like Jalen Hurts he played a really good game, and yeah. you really got to me you really got to sit back and nitpick when you say he didn't he, like they're down eight, 
And this guy, he threw some darts on that drive. Oh, the I know one he did. Got him, yeah. You know, the one that Devontae, like, I feel like he played a great game. And for you to just say, like, he didn't score fast enough, that's like, that's like really like a kind of a nitpick. Look, he's and doing play, what the coaches are telling him to do. Yeah, the coaches are telling him to do that. So then also the one play to me that really people don't mention, we get those fourth and third inches all year long. And when Isaac went offside, oh, man, oh. the next play was the fumble. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my buddies were just like, man, that play was super, super big. Well, and it was three, and it was three in a row because I'm not saying it was yeah. his fault. It was a Gainwell slip on third down. Yep. It was Sayamalo jump off sides, and then it was the Jalen drop the ball and inadvertently kick it right to the Chief. It was, and it was three in a row. By the way, the Jalen dropped the ball on third and six. Isaac Sayamalo and Jason, or second down Gainwell. I'm sorry. Go ahead, John. Isaac Sayamalo and Jason Kelsey were both blocking one guy. We had Jalen counted it up. There were five defenders in the box. He thought he had five offensive linemen to block five defenders. One of them was Nick Bolton. Isaac Sayamalo, and he's sugared up. Isaac Sayamalo, rather than blocking Bolton, turned in to help on Chris Jones. So you're double teaming one guy. Bolton was unblocked. Once again, an example of the offensive line not not being completely airtight, you know, and a free hitter. The, the guy was spying Jalen, and I, I understand. You know, I think in that situation, you take the numbers and you cover everyone up rather than turn that guy over to Jalen exclusively and it ended up costing us. He's the guy who scored a touchdown. Hey, John, real quick. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think Steichen or Gannon called their best game. Yeah. So why are, why would they even be considered? Like, would you want those guys coming to your team after watching that performance? And meanwhile, you got the dude from Kansas City, the enemy, who so he wanting a halftime, and he just dialed up a whole other game plan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Except a lot of that's Andy, Derek. I mean, listen, I, I get your point on on. Listen, maybe Bannon would be a great head coach. Maybe not. I don't know. I, I just know that everybody knows that the Chiefs' offense runs through Andy Reid, conceptually. Um, and certainly as the play caller. And so, you know, you get in a territory where it's, it's hard to know, you know, what percentage of the pie of success or failure uh, a coordinator should get when he's not dialing it up as much. Look, the, w- the way it stands now that uh, Jonathan Gannon and Shane Steichen are, are sounds like likely leaving. I'm, I'm not heartbroken. You're okay with it. Yeah. I mean, I, I did – Everything I, I believe that Jonathan Gannon had gotten uh, a lot better than what we saw last yep. season in this this year. Uh, I don't I, I don't know how realistic I was being. You know, was I was I trying to build a case for Jonathan Gannon in my head that he was better than than what he was really exhibiting? Because there were issues. Yeah. You know, stopping the run, the mixing it up against good quarterbacks. Would he be able to do that stuff? I expected him to take a step. I did too. And he didn't. Well, he he did not. Uh, now, again, I want to be very clear. I think the players did not help him, especially the front four. I mean, those dudes just didn't even come close to getting home, meaning to, to Mahomes. Let's get to something Ray said last night. He basically asks a question, uh, but you can tell his opinion sort of within the question, and then we'll get John's assessment of it. Here's Ray last night on NBC Sports Philadelphia. The question that I would ask you guys, and I'd ask Ronnie uh, and Barrett, is – in the second half, when it was obvious you weren't getting pressure from your front four, your front four just, they just weren't getting there, um, was there an opportunity or was there a need 
uh, for Gannon to, I mean, we all talked about the fact he's, he's not a blitz guy. That's not his philosophy. But when your front four ain't getting home, uh, and, and you got a guy like Patrick Mahomes that's in rhythm and moving the ball down the field, doesn't the defensive coordinator have to do something a little different to try and change things up a little bit there? Because Mahomes was having way too much fun in the second half. John, what's the answer to that question? Should he, should he, have, should he have blitzed more? Well, I, I wanted something different. Uh, maybe it's you stem your D-line right before the snap. Maybe it's you rotate the safeties late. But what we did in the second half was not good enough. Not clearly. So, but but he's so it just feels like he's so uncomfortable with the blitzing concept at times. You know, like that maybe he doesn't feel that that's his identity. The bottom line is we were not prepared the way the Chiefs were prepared. Maybe we didn't even have those those plays in the game plan. Well, and the disappointment the we is with the better roster. Right. That's that's you know like you can you can take so I, much to work with. You know there have been times as Philadelphia sports fan, I know the squad I love, Phils, Flyers, Sixers, Eagles, they lose to the better team. It happens sometimes. I mean, when the Sixers lost to no one to Kobe and Shaq, it's like what are you going to do? What are you going to pound? You know, pound the table and complain? I mean, come on, the team of Kobe and Shaq. Um, you know, this one was a major, massive, enormous blown opportunity with the better team, and that hurts. It just hurts a ton. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Jeff in Wilmington. Hi, Jeff. Hey guys, what's going on? Hey, Jeff. This one hurts because we've been saying all. Read basically fifty fifty pass run. Right. And we we had no answers in the second half. Uh, the fumble by Jalen Hurt, I, I, I was feeling bad about that in the beginning. This, this might not – this isn't going to help us. And then the punt return. That punt return by them, yeah. I mean, that set up an easy – well, a short field. Well, and it was two different that, things. It was bad punt and bad punt coverage. Yeah, two different yeah. issues on the same play. You know exactly. what Aaron Sipos's net punt – distance was oh God. for well, this game. Well, he had two probably punts. 30, 20, 25, 30. Nine. I don't know. Yeah. Nine, Nine yards. Oh, the net. The punt. net after return. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. On two yeah, there, punts. Dude, there was well, a- listen, and Jeff, their decision, and we talked about this, their decision, and they is Howie Roseman, Nick Sirianni, and Michael Clay, the special teams coordinator, their decision to not go to door number three with yes. the punter you yeah. can make a case is a big part of costing them a Super Bowl. Because we knew, we knew Sippa stunk, we knew Kern stunk, and we know enough about humans and sports to know there's somebody else alive who could have kicked better. We just – we know that. Yeah. And that not going for it on fourth and two on our own territory, that – I was surprised at that too. I'm like, dude, you guys do this all year long. Yeah. I mean, it was, no. it was, it was unusual. Look, they were unusually back. Meaning yep. they didn't do that all year long, but I I felt that Sirianni did not feel the moment. Yeah, real quick, Joe. Thanks for the call yesterday. Oh, my pleasure, Jeff. Yeah, my, my pleasure, Joe. My pleasure. All right, all right, man. Good stuff. Um, look, did you guys think about? Because boy, oh boy, did I. And I will say I did not think about it until I heard Merrill at halftime. Did you guys think about, especially in the third and fourth quarter, how eerily similar this game last night was to Super Bowl 
52 in the third and fourth quarter. Absolutely. And it was even 10 points at halftime. 10 points at halftime. So at halftime, John, I hear uh, – by the way, you, you and Rob did a great halftime show. A great – and I, and, and postgame, I, I, I listened to a chunk, and I thought it was really good. Uh, Thanks. And it didn't even dawn on me until at halftime I heard Merrill say, you know, hey, the Eagles are up 10. Like, we all, we're all feeling good. We're feeling great. But just remember, the Eagles are up 10 in Super Bowl 52, and Tom Brady came back and took the lead. A one-point lead. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I thought, okay, well, you got my attention there. And then Mahomes did exactly what Brady did. He scored on the first possession, scored on the second possession, takes a one-point lead in the fourth quarter. You still got time, but took a one-point lead. And, and then is where things started to diverge because where the Eagles had previously in 52 came right on back down the fourth, uh, you know, fourth down conversion is Zach Ertz, the touchdown is Zach Ertz. You reclaim the lead, the whole deal, you know, you didn't have that. So the next thing you know, the chiefs are up eight. And I actually felt pretty good that Andy went for a, a, an extra point. I was terrified. He was going to go for two there. I thought he should have gone for two. I totally agree. Totally agree. I thought he should have gone for two. I think he would have gotten it. A few mistakes he made the whole game. Yeah. And and but it just was really similar. And and listen, this case obviously Jalen flat out brought him back down and the two point conversion was tremendous. But um it wasn't enough. The the bottom line with the defense in the second half, the bottom line well, there's two bottom lines, Gannon stunk, but no player made a play. No. A player, you need a play. You need a sack. To get the Chiefs off schedule, you need a deflection. You need an interception. You need a great first down run stuff that creates a second and 10, that creates a second and long. You need somebody to make a play, and the only time they they basically did, the referee said, let me take this yellow thing out of my back pocket and throw it on the ground. And and that was the ball game. Dewey and Royersford. Hi, Dewey. Hey, Joe. How you doing? Good, Dewey. Hey, James. Hey, John. Hey. That was, uh, that was a real tough one. Um, I just real fast. I just want to make three quick points on the Burger King. Um, first of all, you never end a championship game, meaning near the end of the game, any sport, with a call they made on Bradbury. Not and that call. Yeah, other calls, sure, but not that one. No, not that call. Yeah, if he's got his back to the ball and he's pushing the guy, or you know, blatantly, you know, doing something real bad, then you make the call. Uh, number two, Jalen Hurts had an MVP game. At an MVP season, uh, it'd be different if he did that fumble, say, like halfway through the fourth quarter, then it makes it worse. He did that, you know, first half, he rebounded like a champion. He did. Uh, the running game, he was the running game. Um, yeah. Obviously, our on on running backs didn't do, didn't do their job. Uh, number three, Sirianni has only been a head coach for a couple of years. So everybody that wants to say Andy Reid outcoached him, I disagree. Andy Reid's been coaching a lot longer. Now, yeah, I coached him, Dewey. Dewey, 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 do me a favor. Just do me a favor. Trust me when I tell you, regardless of age, regardless of how many years of tenure, trust me when I tell you what I'm about to tell you is a fact. Andy Reid outcoached Nick Sirianni and Jonathan Gannon last night. Of course he did. Okay, well, that's that's the opposite of what you just said. No, I disagree. Can you hear me? I'll say it again then. Yes, he did, but... 
Andy Reid's been coaching that you know so much longer, and he's been in championship games. Well, and give Nick a bit of a break. He's his second year in the league. If and it's his first that, in other words, I'm that and all that. Or let me say it this way, ready? Sirianni played small-time college football. He was a wide receiver, right? Well, we got him from the Colts. Nobody gave him a shot. Everybody said Howie Roseman made a mistake. He just had us with a 10-point lead at halftime in the biggest game, in the biggest sport in the world. Right, and then they blew it. That's the best way to put it. I know we blew it. Okay. All right, but um, you can't just say, you know, give all this credit to Andy Reid. You know, that was a terrible call at the end of the game. Uh, I agree that caller earlier. Um, I'm not blaming Quez Watkins, but that was a big that was a big one. I'll tell you this, too. We I'm appreciate the call. Him. Yeah, heck yeah, I'm blaming him. 100% I'm blaming him. How can you not blame Quez Watkins? Should have caught the ball. And it was, I mean, I'd have to look it up. Was that his, one of his only two chances last night? Did he have, yes. like, one other catch? Yeah, one, one catch. catch. Yeah, I mean, no, he should have caught the ball. I mean, that, that was a killer. Let's get to Jalen Hurts after the game last night. Um, Hurts talked on a few different topics, but a lot of it centered around the loss, obviously, and sort of the move forward and, you know, as Jalen always does, sort of uh, perspective. He starts off here talking, reflecting on the game, but also – uh, past experience. Um, oh, excuse me. Excuse me, James. Let me let me start with a, a different. I got a little confused myself here. Jalen on the moment last night. This is uh, typical Hurts with, uh, you know, what you'd call quality perspective. But here's Hurts after the game. And I think um, you want to cherish. You want to cherish these moments. You want to cherish these moments with the people that you've come so far with. You know, um, your family, uh, your loved ones, your teammates, your peers, everyone that you you do it with and do it for. You know, and uh, I'm so proud of this team. You know, I will say I'm so proud of this team for everything that we've been able to overcome. Um, obviously, we had a, a big-time goal in the end that we wanted to accomplish, and we came up short. You know, and I think the beautiful part about it is everyone experiences different pains. Everyone di- experiences different um, agonies of life. But you decide if you want to learn from it. You decide if you want to use that to be a teachable moment. And I, I know what I'll do. You know, for a still re- relatively young guy, John, meaning he's a young adult. He's not an old adult. He's a young adult. He's a 25-year-old man. He is very wise. I mean, he, I'll say. he is a always, very, always. very, very wise guy. He talked more last night just, just about the whole thing. You either win or you learn. That's how I feel. You either win or you learn. So... You know, as always, uh, win, lose, or draw, I always reflect on the things that I could have done better, uh, things we could have done better to try and take um, take that next step. And yeah, th- that'll, that'll be the same process that goes on now. You know, how he's handling it will help the Eagles in future years and help, um, I, I don't want to say cement his uh, leadership because I think it had already been cemented. I guess what I'd say is this. The only thing that could undercut his leadership is if he said something last night post game that was finger pointing, was "Don't blame me," and there was none of that from Hertz. He he handled it like a champ, if you will, and that's what you want because he did in many ways have a great game, and he certainly was far from less culpable than defenders and the coaching staff. More on Hertz last night, reflecting on the game and also touching on past experiences. We lost. We came in to win. Came up short, so. You know, it's um, it's something that I know that'll motivate me. Um, I've been here before. That's the beautiful thing about it. So I 
figure it out. References being there before. I don't know how beautiful it is, but you know, it is what it is. Of course, he's talking about losing a national title game. Look, I'll, I'll say this. Um, I, I thought Hertz was not as good last I should. I thought Hertz was not as great last night as obviously a lot of other people think. But I still think he did a lot of great things. As an Eagles fan, I'm remarkably proud of this guy being the franchise quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, he's really something to build with. But I do think there is a lot of, there's a lot of people, forget everything else that went a little weird. He gave the other team seven points, and you can't act like it didn't happen. I mean, that was... Right. I mean, that, very unfortunate and uncharacteristic play yes. by Jalen Hurts. But uh, I I do think you are undervaluing I agree. his performance. I, I know you I guys really do. Totally. I know you I do. really do. I know you I do. Thought yeah, he that was, was, I thought he was amazing That was a night. horrendous play. Man, when our offense... The, the first half, it just it felt like... We were we were unstoppable. I I believe that Jalen would continue to just grind and put us in the best yep. position, and he didn't have the opportunity in the second half. Well, yeah, but let me That's let me brilliant on third down, brilliant. Oh, it was unbelievable. Third. I mean, that third and fourteen throw, like, is is one of the great throws he's ever made. The Goddard. I mean, the Goddard. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I James, so, I agree. We were eleven of eighteen on third downs, I, and then two for two on fourth downs. Yeah, like that's winning football. That's winning quarterbacking. Here, no, I agree with you on that, John. Here's the one thing I'll say, and this gets sort of in, like, really inside football. <laughs> that's what we're talking about, football. Here's the thing: I think a lot of people uh, don't um, dwell on enough. Uh, and you can say this is Sirianni's fault uh, or not. You can make your call. Nick Sirianni does not put Jalen Hurts in a position to, upon being blitzed, throw to what should be an easy, open wide receiver or running back. And I believe, and I can't prove this to you, and I look forward when we get an opportunity this offseason to talk to Sirianni. Obviously, when John and I are on the morning show, you know we'll be talking to Sirianni and Howie Roseman and etc. Some of the key Philadelphia sports figures from time to time. New morning show starts on Monday of next week. I believe Nick Sirianni does not put him in that position because he thinks Jalen Hurts isn't ready for that. And I don't know how you think you can know that. Uh, I, I, there's a lot it's more. Bath, that, it's baffling to me. He doesn't let him do it. Goes into hot routes inside adjustments. Yep. Than just the quarterback. I believe with Jalen, the huge step Jalen's taken in, in dissecting defenses and understanding defenses, he is plenty ready to take on that added responsibility. Well, it's the next step. You've clearly. got the offensive line yeah. that needs to know what they're doing and, and how they're adjusting. Yep. You've got the receivers themselves who need to understand the coverage. And, and look, I think A.J. Brown's great with that. I think Dallas Goddard does a really nice Devontae, job with that. Devontae, obviously. Devontae's yeah. unbelievable. I think those guys are ready, too. I don't know what the holdup is. Well, look, the other theory is that, that Sirianni just believes a free guy coming at Jalen is okay because more often than not, Jalen will make that guy miss. I think miss. that's likely well, why they stick with this approach. Could be. I mean, it's, it's, one, it's, it's one or the other or a combination of the two. And it's it's a, it's an important thing to figure out because this letting Jalen because you know you know what the, the Aaron Rodgers and the Tom Brady's do you blitz me boom I'm gonna hit that guy for seven boom I'm gonna hit that guy for eleven and by the way then your body doesn't get hit as much and so you're not in in as much uh, danger as far as injury goes there's no doubt in my mind that topic is is the next step for Jalen Hurts to check off here's what I'll say whatever steps there are. I would bet my life Jalen gets better. I, I agree with I you would on that, bet James. My life I, on James, it. I agree with you on that. I, I agree with that. I don't want anyone to take this as doubting Hurts. I'm just saying I don't think he's there on that. Shout out Cameron John Ritchie coming up bad to the Bone Award. Hate to say it, but our version of Blame Balls 
plus all the calls. Show to Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Pro and college hoops, hockey, MMA, and so much more. The Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app has you covered. Get odds, bets, slots, and games right in the palm of your hand. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. The official sportsbook for the real Philly sports fan and the only sportsbook and casino app that I recommend. Bet on more than just the score. Bet on player performances. And with live in-game betting, you can bet during the game. Check out our pro basketball team. We're 13 and a half points favorites hosting Houston the over under 226 and a half and remember with, with you can bet on points you can bet on assists you can bet on rebounds your choices are endless and exciting and how about this opportunity you join me now new users can get up to $750 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet is not a winner download the app and start playing instantly with the bet park sportsbook and casino app T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.